You're listening to the Ending Human Trafficking Podcast. This is episode number 150, The Road Walked and The Road Ahead. Produced by Innovate Learning, maximizing human potential. Welcome to the Ending Human Trafficking Podcast. My name is Dave Stahoviak. And my name is Sandy Morgan. And this is the show where we empower you to study the issues, be a voice, and make a difference in ending human trafficking. Sandy, we've been at it for 150 episodes now. This is number 150. Congratulations Congratulations. To you. And thank you, Dave Stahoviak. This was your brainchild. And I was a little nervous going into it 149 episodes ago, but now I look forward to this. I love the people. I hear emails and I sometimes forget to tell you about the emails that I get and the people I run into, but we are excited as we look back and we look forward. Well, the feeling is mutual, my friend, and I I was nervous too. I just didn't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness truth be told yeah so, yeah that's... no it's it's so much fun we've had such a blast over the last um six years now sandy it has been that we've been uh, airing the show and i guess before we get into our conversation here it is this is a difficult topic of course so to say i've had fun the whole time doing the show wouldn't be the right words and it wouldn't be the appropriate words but i i feel so much like we've been doing the work we should be doing and that it's so important for us to do this work. And and the conversations that have come out of it, the new relationships, the new friendships that have come out of it are evidence of that over the last six years. And so many emails you've had and conversations and meetings across the world that have come out of the uh, the conversations that have happened on the show have been really phenomenal. And I've, I've been so privileged just to be a tiny part of it. And it's really uh, neat to see all that have come together during this time. Well, and, and, you know, this is a look back and a look forward, but uh, one of the look forwards is that our goal before the end of 2017 is to launch this in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. So you're taking that, that learn Spanish in three week class right now, aren't you? I do have a learn Spanish tape on my bookshelf. Thankfully though, based on the times I've tried to learn foreign languages in the past, we have a better strategy that's right my spanish we we're gonna keep it under wraps right now but you watch for the spanish version and there will be a spanish co-host team um, leading that and there is of course sandy has represented uh, for years the director of the global center for women and justice and i emphasize the word global because this is a global issue so we certainly come to this um as as we will in the next episode with a conversation specifically about orange county but, you know, Sandy, it's not even a conversation about Orange County, though. Even on our next episode, we're going to have one of our law enforcement leaders here. It's a conversation. And you even mentioned, I think you're going to even mention in that show that, um, you know, that could be every county across the That's country right. and, yeah. and, and so many uh, law enforcement jurisdictions around the world. And so there's different, there's different judicial systems, of course, there's different cultural patterns, yet the challenges are very similar in a lot of places. And so the more we can have a global conversation, which uh, we'll be able to start doing in Spanish, I think is going to be so important for what we're trying to do. And for me, this looking back at 
the we're at our 150 mark is to look back and see the reservoir of knowledge experience expertise survivor stories that are right at our fingertips and with our new website it is searchable and you can access those so easily at endinghumantrafficking.org click on the podcast pop in whatever term you want to in the search box and you can get the questions you have answered very quickly plug it in when you get in the car to drive and 30 minutes later you at least have a few resources and some direction um, to help you move forward yeah absolutely it's um it's a great site and uh and thanks to you sandy for really leading that effort and to andrew for his efforts on on making the content even more accessible uh, if you haven't been there definitely check it out because it'll, uh, it'll be a great resource for you well and the, one of the first things that people go to now is the top 10 list because there is so much to look and it covers so many different themes. And I think that's really helpful for me. I've been able to use the content as course content in online courses and in some of my in-person classes at Vanguard University. And I unfortunately was not the first person to use the Ending Human Trafficking podcast as content in a course. And so it was kind of fun to find out other people were using the podcast and and a couple of professors sent me emails asking for permission. And of course, I just want people to have the information, to have the knowledge, to study the issues, because it's so important to be able to say the right things and do the right things, as we so often say here. And there's, of course, um, a large component of our audience that are not necessarily enrolled in a formal course or curriculum, and yet... Um, as much so, if not more so, are looking for the right knowledge to, uh, to, like you said, study the issues, be a voice so they can go out and make a difference in the world. And the top 10 list is a great starting point for you. Maybe if you've just come to the show recently, or even if you're picking up your first episode, it's a great starting point because Sandy and her team have been really um, intentional about thinking through what are the 10 conversations you should start with that will really broaden your perspective on this issue and get you um, connected in a place where, um, where I think you'll, you'll, you'll find that you really do have the, I want to say ammunition, Sandy, if it's not the right word, but you have the, you have the right reserve power is the word mm. I'm looking for mm-hmm. to engage in a lot of the issues we've been talking about. And it is important for us to intelligently articulate our positions. This can be a very hot topic. People can raise these issues in ways where it's very sensationalized. And we want to go back to the bottom line. We want to look at what are the facts. We want to use statistics. We want to use evidence-based practices. And if those practices don't exist, we want to find out how to find them. We've had so many experts on the show over the last six years that have been from the disciplines of law enforcement and community programs and um, and serve, helping serve victims and from education and governments. Sandy, I mean, just, I, I'm trying to think of like some aspect of partnership and community we have not heard from yet. I'm sure there's somewhere out there. Um, but as I think back on some of the shows, uh, just the variety of voices uh, is just tremendous and the diversity of voices and yet all centered on very much the same shared vision that we all have of bringing an ending to this issue. Well, I... I was looking at the episodes and I had a list of them in front of me and I thought, what is my favorite episode? 
And the more I thought about it, it was our first episode because you were the perfect learner. You showed up, you started asking questions, and you became the man on the street, literally, Mm. which makes everything here very accessible. Now, you can never go back and be that uh, man on the street anymore. You know way too much. But in those early episodes, you really were the person asking the questions so that we could move forward. And it our listeners appreciated the fact that they didn't have to come in with an already established knowledge base, that they identified with Dave. And I've heard that over, well, I'm like Dave. And so mm. I just want to tell you that that makes the beginning um, episodes especially important to me. Oh, wow. That's very kind yeah. of you to say. Thank you. I, I didn't know people had said that. So um, that's that's great to hear. And that was very genuine. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. as you know, I didn't know that much about I mean, I knew enough about, you know, we had been friends before that. So I knew enough about your work. And I'd served on the board for a brief time prior to that. Um, but yeah, it, it is it was certainly it's one of the great privileges that I've had of talking with you about this is just learning a lot more about the issue myself. Um, and, uh, and in those early conversations, I recall them being very powerful for me. And, and sometimes, uh, I forget what the term is, where you, you, know, you kind of go, you, you handle an issue that's really difficult and there's some trauma that comes out of that. And I, mm. I, I don't experience that so much more anytime when we have conversations. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm, I'm more sensitized to some of the things we talk about on the show. But I remember early on in some of those conversations, I'd, I'd get done. I was like, wow, um, I don't know how to, you know, process some of this and and just feel felt sadness and 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 um, melancholy about it you know and, and i would also encourage uh, many of those who are listening to the audience especially if you've picked up the show recently is go back um everything maybe not everything but most everything i've learned about this issue saying it's just been the conversations you and i have had on this podcast um, mm. you and i don't have a lot of conversations about human trafficking outside of the podcast and so you can gain that same perspective and that same knowledge just by going back and listening to the episodes. Um, and, and actually, I'd, I don't know if we've ever had this conversation on the show, Sandy, but it'd be, it'd be fun to hear from anyone who has listened to all 150 episodes. So oh if, you, my, yeah. if, you, if you haven't reached out to us before and we don't know who you are, um, I know we have a few people we know already, but uh, we would love to uh, hear from you and uh, we'd love to be in community with you if you have been listening with us send all us long. Send us an email at feedback at ending human trafficking.org. Indeed, indeed. That would be terrific. So Dave, do you have a favorite past episode? I, I knew you were going to ask me this. And so I did a little bit of thinking. And um, I, I, I do remember that first episode being very powerful. I haven't listened to it in six years. But I remember thinking after we produced it that, the, that it, was, um, it, it was certainly a good introduction for me. Um, it, it wasn't the first one I, I thought of today, though, when you were asking me about top episodes. The ones that have been most interesting to me are the, thing, are the ones that have just taken me out of my comfort zone or taking me out of like what I would even think about as far as human trafficking. Like there's so many different lenses to, to think about this issue with. So one of the, I remember having um, Kendis Paris on the show talking oh, about yeah. the, um, the work that she and her organization are doing with truck drivers and educating truck drivers around. And of course, in some ways are very much on the front lines of this issue. I shouldn't say in some ways, in a lot of ways. And, and I remember after we aired that show thinking like that is something I would have never thought about because I don't know, I'm just not smart enough to think about it that way, but it, it thought about all the opportunities there 
to get in community with truck drivers and to start thinking about how we can reduce trafficking through those efforts. And it's just, I'm just amazed and fascinated by what they're doing in their organization to, to lend efforts there. Another episode I remember, and, and maybe I remember this one because they were here physically, was the Intotos. Oh, from the Congo. Yeah, they came here to the studio and they mm. were visiting from the Congo. And just their talk about just what, they, what they're seeing on a daily basis, both the despair, but also the hope and the work they're doing and radio and trying to reach people was just really powerful for me and their story and just their 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 ministry really uh, their lifelong ministry of, mm. of going and doing the work is, is just incredible um and and then uh, another visitor we had here in studio uh, dr sami uh was here oh, oh it's going yeah, back three or four that's years a long time ago um and i remember you know here's uh, here here is uh someone who's you know one of the top law enforcement officials in, in iraq and, you know, we had him in studio here. And the, the thing I remember is I remember uh, Luke was about a year old, our son Luke at the time. Um, I don't think your daughter was born yet. And um, I remember him holding Luke at some time. We have a picture of it. Uh, and we all had dinner here after that episode. I don't know if you remember that. We had yeah, uh, some of the right. photographers here from Vanguard University. And I just remember thinking, like, here we have the, these gentlemen in law enforcement in Iraq and doing all this important work. And we're all sitting around having pizza together in our house. And thinking about how profound it is and, and, and really how privileged I feel and very humbled to have an opportunity to help in this way, Sandy, and this to be a venue where we bring people together from all corners of the world who have a shared passion for mm. making the world a better place for human beings and, um, and reducing this issue. And so that, to me, I, I don't remember much of what we talked about in that conversation. I'm sure it's <laughs> great, uh, but I remember just, just, just him being here physically yeah. and and just that conversation and just thinking about this very much and as a um, as something we can address as a global community uh it was really it was really powerful so those those are some of them that uh, that certainly um stick out for me i i think for me i'm a- along with you those survivor stories are also really high on my list talking to shima talking to harmony um talking to wendy there are just so many great lessons to learn from people who lived this and we as a as a community we have a lot to learn from them and there are so many different perspectives and it's like we talk about a lot about collaboration it isn't one group over another it's all of us working together and so in the interest of making this podcast an a tool for listeners that haven't been with us very long, I want to point out that our new website, you can you can just do a search on a theme. So I did a search on prevention because Dave, you know, that's my favorite thing. I don't want to have to rescue a lot of people. I want to stop it happening. I want to find a, a way to a way to stop it completely. So I searched prevention. And there are just name off some of the titles of on when you do the prevention search there. Prevention, trauma informed and transformation, transformational schools, uh, national slavery and human trafficking prevention month, prevention, saving up for a rainy day, prevention that empowers a biblical best practice model, cyber exploitation, prevention, prevention strategies focused on needs, prevention lessons from public health campaigns, uh, working together against trafficking and human beings, collaboration. And I miss, I mean, that's just on page one. There's so many episodes there. And so that kind of gives you an idea 
that if you do a prevention search just by itself, you're going to find a way to do prevention from whatever your particular frame of reference is. There's something there for teachers, for healthcare providers, for a community, for faith-based leaders. Everybody can do something. We talk about that a lot. So um, a focus on, on prevention is a great theme to go back and look at. Law enforcement is another great theme. I was going to say that's um, that's a big mind shift change for me, Sandy, in the years that we've been doing the show is I think traditionally I thought of, and I'm sure a lot of others do think about human trafficking is, okay, this is a law enforcement issue and then, you know, uh, victim rescuing victim services. Right. And that's that those right. are the two kind of like, and maybe government's involved with some legislation and all that. One thing that I've very clearly realized, um, and we have so many examples of it on the show, is just the importance of uh, whatever you're doing in the world, whatever you're, whether you're a stay-at-home parent, whether you're a business person, whether you're a volunteer, whether you're um, uh, working government. I mean, there there is a place. There's probably hundreds of places for you to interface and interact mm-hmm. and add value to this issue that would really help. And that I did not appreciate at all when we started this, and now I have a much better appreciation for that. I'm so grateful for that. I I think one of the most important um, goals for me in doing the podcast is helping our community understand their role, where they are, that they can do something. Because you're right, the focus on rescue has been often to the detriment of resourcing some of the most uh, vulnerable people and stopping them from being um, exploited. And I loved, I did a search of themes for law enforcement. And after, when you look at those, more often than not, the focus was on the role of the community in working with law enforcement. Yeah. So we don't want to go out and do our own rescue. So what do we do? How do we work with law enforcement? And if that's something that your community is struggling with, there are a lot of wonderful um, resources on here. You just just put that into the search box. But my favorite, favorite thing to search was collaboration. And it shows up so much that there were pages and pages of podcasts that have that in some way as a part of the approach, because we have to do this as a community. Yeah. Well, it's not enough for just um, to have a good law enforcement team or a good judicial team. It it has to be a community effort, everyone involved, all hands on deck. And we're starting to see examples of that. We're going to hear some positive things coming out of that in the next episode of what Orange County's done, but also we're going to hear some some opportunities and some challenges that are still ahead. And so, and most every place that's that someone's hearing this, that is the case. There's There's been some positive things, but there's also a lot of opportunities. One of the, the podcast interviews that we did on collaboration was with the author of the book of on collaboration and ending human trafficking. I didn't get the title right, but we'll put that in the show notes. And that was with a professor from University of Washington, um, Dr. Kirsten Foote. And that's a great podcast to have your whole team listen to before you sit down and start making a strategic plan because creating respect and creating space to listen to different perspectives is super important to any kind of successful collaboration. That's a no-brainer in business, right? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. She's one of the folks that I invited after this conversation here to come on to the Coaching for Leaders show and talk about collaboration. 
around human trafficking for sure, but also general collaboration in business because there's so many lessons that came out of that that are applicable in so many other aspects, not just human trafficking. And I think that's one of the things that we want to emphasize as we take a look back and we start looking forward to the next 150 episodes is that there is value from so many other perspectives. Human trafficking is not an isolated discipline and we study everything about human trafficking and we stay in our own little silo. It is very much um, interdisciplinary and there are people have asked me because I teach so much on this here at Vanguard and um, nationally and internationally. Uh, why don't you guys have a human trafficking major? And it's like I don't know how to do that. Human trafficking is not the same in every community. It's not the same in um, every survivor's experience, and so we need to have multidisciplinary expertise in order to really effectively combat it and to create a movement that prevents it. And your comment made me think that there are some really interesting things that have happened, not only at Vanguard, but at the Global Center for Women and Justice since uh, since I started the show too. And while there is not a major, there is a certificate now that you That's can, right. uh, you can you. attend. That's um, right. Thank you. That's right. And Our- we've had listeners of the show who have gone on and done the online certificate and Many of the faculty who are part of the, in fact, almost every faculty has been a guest on the show, Sandy, before. And there's, there is a curriculum you can go through uh, if you really want to uh, get in and, and get the, the full breadth of everything that is, is not everything, but uh, of so many things that are important in this issue, of course. Um, that's a very, very good starting point uh, on a more formal level. Well, and I'm, when you mentioned that our faculty that teach that are, people with frontline experience, their practitioners, their attorneys and law enforcement and social workers and victim service leaders. So they're not only um, experts in their field, but they are experts in their experience. And so that makes that human trafficking, anti-human trafficking certificate really valuable. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So one of my other favorite, well, it's not really my favorite, but it is really important because there's so much misinformation out there. The I just did a quick search of CSEC, Commercial Sexual Exploitation of Children. And because this is the area in the U.S. that we get the most media attention on, that we see more stories. We just a couple of weeks ago, the FBI cross-country um, it they do an investigation every year and they they rounded up and and rescued over 100 kids again 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 that that is an area where we all have some knowledge because we've seen a movie even if the movie presents a lot of misinformation and this is a way to um, correct to um, get on a better path learn how to work on behalf of the most vulnerable. You've heard me talk about working with the single moms whose kids are the most at risk. There are so many ways for the community to become involved in best practice models to combating something that is so pervasive in our media. So do a search and look back as you plan to do something now and in the future. And just to underscore the point, Sandy, if there's so much work left undone here, we are 
sadly, we're just scratching the surface in some ways. And also um, with joy that we have so many more friends along on the journey than we did six years ago and so many more partners, uh, both through the efforts of this podcast, but also generally in facing this issue, we've seen so much more partnership and collaboration come together in the global community, not only here locally. And so it is, um, it's an exciting future uh, for, for us. And uh, I think we're, you know, we're just getting started, right? We got a lot more to do. Uh, and, and with our new website, we just have so much more capacity to respond to you as part of our community of listeners. So please email us at feedback at endinghumantrafficking.org. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Give us some some of your your ideas and experience. If you've got questions, send those in too, and we'll work them into um, those strategic planning for future episodes. And we'd love to have you get regular communications from us. And uh, one way you can do that is by registering on the site uh, with your email address. Uh, you'll know more about what Sandy's up to, where she's at in the world, uh, podcast episodes, lots more are going to be coming there. So again, endinghumantrafficking.org is where to go. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening all along, if you have been. And uh, if you have been listening for a bit and this show has been helpful to you, I hope you'll take a moment to go onto iTunes, leave a rating or review for the show. It will really help uh, us to get our message out uh, even to more folks who care about this issue. And that is huge for collaboration and partnership as we've been talking about so much on this episode and over the last six years. Sandy, I am looking forward to our next six years. It's going to be fun. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Thanks for all your support. And we look forward to seeing you back again for episode 151 in two weeks. We have a good perspective coming from law enforcement again and a lot of uh, of new things to share with you. So see you in two weeks. Thanks, Sandy.